Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we've got a rumor killer on Aleister Black returning to WWE. WWE tried to sign this major Impact Wrestling star. Congratulations to John Moxley on finally joining the bald community. And Lana's strange reaction <laughs> to finding out she was going to be getting released. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. Oh, it's good to be back. And this is the news. All right, we're going to kick things off by talking about Alistair Black, Tommy End, Colin, whatever you will, and him potentially returning to WWE. Now, of course, his wife, Selena Vega, returned to WWE on last week's episode of SmackDown and then lost in three minutes. Interesting, <laughs> interesting move indeed. But coming out of this, obviously, you think about her returning to WWE, which was reported in advance by several outlets, uh, and you think of... Alistair Black situation and you might start speculating on the matter but PW Insiders Mike Johnson has come through with a report on the matter following on from Vega's return stating that he has not heard of any deep negotiations between WWE and Alistair Black uh, and as of right now he is not back in the company. So there's a lot going on with this guy at the moment. He's done a bunch of interviews since leaving WWE. He has uh, signed a sponsorship deal with Hayabusa, uh, the combat sports apparel uh, company. We've had a report from Dave Meltzer stating that he's heard that Tommy End is going to end up in AEW. We've had all kinds of bits and pieces on this guy. Of course, in the aftermath of his release last month, we had reports that uh, a bunch of people in WWE thought it was premature. And I believe it was probably premature as well. Way too talented the guy to be just letting go like that. But as of now, it doesn't seem like there's a deal in place between him and WWE. Obviously, these things can change. Vince might wake up on a completely different whim one morning and go, hey, get that goth guy back. I miss him. He was really good. Um, but until then, nothing. Uh, we sit here, and uh, I, I, I don't know why I just said we sit here. Uh, help save save this section, please, Adam. Please. Yeah, often in wrestling, two and two <laughs> very rarely equals four. So as much as you think, oh, Zelina Vega's back in WWE, surely Alistair Black's going to come back. Well, no, not necessarily. Also, maybe I've just, I've just been out of the loop for a few days, but I remember a while back, Andy, us doing reports, and I don't think he was named specifically, it was just sort of speculated on, that he might be one of those people asking uh, to get out of his 90-day no-compete clause. So quite possibly in 72 hours, we could be sat here reporting on him popping up on Dynamite. Is that is that right? Or have I just made that up in my head? 
Yeah, there was that report. Um, the, the person was never specified as to who had successfully negotiated their non-compete clause down. Um, but he is certainly one of the ones that your speculative brain would point towards, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Sure. I mean, I'd love him to go back to WWE with Zelina Vega being there just for, you know, relationship reasons. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we've seen it, it can work with people split between promotions occasionally. Uh, and WWE clearly have no bloody idea how to handle someone like Alistair Black. And Tommy End would probably be better off anywhere else, literally anywhere yeah. else. Um <laughs> But yeah, the, the prospect of him, I suppose just because the fact I've seen him work with quite a few people, there's loads of people I haven't seen him wrestle in WWE, of course. But because I've seen him work with lots of people within WWE, there's a large part of me that wants to see him work in uh, New Japan or AEW or Impact or wherever he decides to end up because there's a lot more dream matches you get there. So yeah, I reckon we're going to be sat here in 72 hours saying, oh, there he is on Dynamite. But who bloody knows? Uh, we'll obviously <laughs> keep you posted. But as of right now, yeah, again, just because Cillian Vega's gone back to WWE, he isn't going to be going there. Speaking of people who aren't going to be going to WWE, smooth transition. Nice. Moose, one of my favourite wrestlers in Impact Wrestling, an absolutely lovely bloke when we had him, of course, in WCPW and Defiant Wrestling. He was the guy WWE were desperate to sign from Impact Wrestling. This is according to Fightful Select. No crap, just Sap, Sean Ross Sap of Fightful, of course. Um, yeah, indicated that uh, they were desperate to sign Moose, not just to bring him in, but have him bypass NXT and go straight to the main roster. Uh, but according to Fightful Select, Impact made what is described as a huge play to keep him. Uh, obviously, he's been uh, the grand TNA, uh, former grand and former TNA world heavyweight champion. He signed a new deal. He's there uh, until 2023, I do believe. Um, and he's been having a great time but recently, of course, facing Kenny Omega just last month. I really like Moose. I think he's always been, uh, you know, a hell of a presence, but he's grown into this role of his over the last few months and, and, and years. And you can look at the graft he's put in. He was already beast mode when he was in WCPW, but he posts progress photos all the time. He's he's really doing, doing well at this and, and working hard, Andy. Yeah, for sure. I think the character in particular has come a long, long way, um, particularly over the past few years. Mm. He's always been like a tremendous athlete and uh, everything else and kind of a natural stepping through the ropes with his NFL background and everything else. Uh, but he's clearly worked very hard at his craft and uh, has come a long way. Um, I'm not at all surprised by WWE's interest in him. He's massive and he's really good. So there <laughs> you go. It's a pretty simple equation, isn't it? Scouting terms large and good spot on uh, <laughs> that's exactly what you should be looking for uh, but he's got a nice home he's got a good role yeah. in, in, in Impact Wrestling and uh, it's good that that a guy with Moose's name value can stay in a place like Impact because that helps other promotions lift themselves up as well it's you know exactly. often often smaller promotions become talent farms for the bigger leagues not in this case happy with this uh, happy to see what Moose can do there going forward anyway yes uh, speaking of someone who has just made a major life choice in the right direction, yes. I would like to formally welcome, congratulate and extend a hand to John Moxley on his graduation to the bald community. Shout out <laughs> to Larry David. Uh, so Kenny Majid of the uh, Kenny for Your Thoughts, that, that's just a tremendous name. Shout out to, <laughs> to Kenny. Uh, posted this clip of Moxley at a, a meet and greet or signing session in Las Vegas over the weekend. He's wearing a baseball cap, but he takes the baseball cap off for a second and John Moxley is bald as hell. You genuinely love to see that. Uh, speaking from experience, you know, you can only hold on to these things for so long before your <laughs> dignity starts going, hey man, 
hey man, can you can you help me out here? Uh, like the, the, he's been pretty much going bald since the day he debuted in WWE, right? Even as Ambrose, he had this flopping hair that was kind of like halfway <laughs> back in his skull and everything else. So fair play to Moxley. Uh, we've got this Photoshop here on your screen uh, from Twitter that was doing oh. the rounds of him in his new Japan. Look at this, it's really convincing. He looks really good. Everyone looks better when they go bald anyway, baby. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to Moxley. I don't know how I've spent so long examining a bald man's head, uh, but that's my job. So there you go. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe the reaction to Miller's posting of that Photoshop, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's not real. Yeah, of course he's not bloody yeah, real. No. You see, one second clip is all we've got to work with so far. <laughs> Idiots. Anyway, uh, I really like it. Like you say, I think, I think uh, well, you from personal experience, and I feel, believe I'm kind of heading the same way, Andy. <laughs> Sometimes you've really just got to give up the fight. Um, yeah, even when he was in WWE with that long, straggly hair, we all know mates who've done that and then pulled it forward a bit because... And no gusts of wind nearby because we all know it's going to reveal what's really going on underneath there. Look, I don't really care. Unless he decides to wear a toupee, I still think he's going to be one of the best wrestlers on the planet. And even if he does, he can probably pull off some sort of bloody Velcro toupee thing going on on his head as well. Look, I think it's the right decision, if I'm perfectly honest. And if he's happy and if Renee's happy, that's all that matters. Be nice to people, no matter what life... Not no matter what, but generally considering their life choices, support is always better than criticism. Uh, right, let's move on to our final news story of the day. And it centers around Lana and her reaction to finding out she was being released. She was speaking recently on the Talk is Jericho podcast, genuinely one of the best pod wrestling podcasts out there that isn't ours. Uh, and she revealed, well, her reaction to, to getting a new... She said, I was literally standing next to the pool and my heart dropped. At the same time, though, I felt really relieved, which was really weird because I didn't expect to feel relieved. It was a weight lifted off my shoulder. Uh, she talked about how John Laurinaitis was very professional with that call and budget cuts and blah, blah, blah. She was obviously cut alongside the likes of Buddy Murphy, Alistair Black, Braun Strowman, and all the stuff at the start of June. Um, I suppose any time people can relate to this when they get certain news like this, Andy, you sometimes react in a weird way. You think you're going to go one way, you're going to go into this pit of despair. Yeah. But often, I mean, I've had this myself where opportunities go away and you think, you know what, this is a chance for me to, to finally throw myself into something that I've just been putting off or, or being scared to do. So, yeah, best of luck to her. Yeah, fair play. And like from her point of view as well, I think Lana would have been particularly hard hit by the third party cross-promotion platform yeah. ban that came in last year. Uh, there was a report that came out towards the end of last year and the, the, the thousands and thousands of dollars she was making from like sponsored posts on Instagram alone yeah. was enough for like a family of like 20 to live off. So um, she will certainly have plenty of opportunities coming out of this inside wrestling and outside of wrestling. Uh, she's always seemed like a nice person and an earnest hard worker. Uh, so fair play to her and uh, good luck with whatever comes next. And let's not forget, her husband, I believe, is God's favourite wrestler. So he is. The <laughs> Redeemer. will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Kirelos Assad. Apologies if I've got your name horribly wrong. Probably out there, Kirelos. Probably. Uh, who says, How about WWE brings back Stephanie and Triple H as authority figures and have them feud with Roman Reigns over SmackDown control somehow? No, thank you. No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. I mean, to be honest, I know people say oh, authority figures. There is scope for authority figures in my wrestling. 
Not those two, not like that, not right now yeah. is all I will say regarding Not heel that. ones. No, 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 no more heel authority figures, please. We've we've had enough of those. We've had enough Oh, of those. God, quick story about Stephanie McMahon, by the way. My mum, uh, who knows I do, do this as a job and cannot comprehend what on earth I actually do as a job as a result, said, oh, I saw... Um, I saw somebody works for WWE on that Undercover Bros program. You might have seen Stephanie McMahon did it ages ago. It's probably doing a rerun on ITV2 here in the UK or something. And she went, oh, what was her name? Sharon. So from now on, we're calling her Sharon <laughs> McMahon. Uh, second question today comes from Sean Rohachik, who says, uh, how would you like to see the Thunderdome era end? Should Alexa Bliss use her powers to blow up the Thunderdome? Or how would you close out the place? Ah, uh, yeah. Um... Interesting idea. The, the the thing with blowing up the Thunderdome with the spooky powers is that one of the last shows is a pre-taped show. Um, so you'd be pre-taping with like a blown up Thunderdome. So unfortunately, it's not <laughs> possible. Although I think that would make for a pretty spectacular visual, actually, wouldn't it? Just like, you know, Alexa Bliss dropping a bomb or something. <laughs> so long as no one gets hurt, of course. Yeah. Um, I... Thing is, I, I think we'll just kind of drift away from it. I don't think we'll see any kind of big send-off. I don't mm. think the Thunderdome really has much of an emotional attachment in the way that maybe Daily's Place does for AEW fans. I think it's just been a nice thing that's been there to tide WWE over, and it's certainly better than the Performance Center was. So I I don't think there's, there's much need for, for a big sign-off. I reckon we'll just drift into the next show, and everything will be dandy. Three options for me. Uh, number one... Uh, everyone on the Thundercoach dome screens pulls masks off and reveals it was me Austin it was me all along it's Vince McMahon behind it all have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn brawl all over the Thunderdome I just watched their mad last man standing match last night and thought it was great and just love watching those two beat the holy hell out of each other and just destroy the place or my favourite option here Andy is you get a group to smash it up that group being because they didn't really get a chance before. They broke one window pane twice, I do believe. All yeah. right, final question today comes from that guy, Dan, who says, Good evening slash morning, gents. Uh, on the eve of football coming home, cut in. Uh, which members Ooh. of the England team do you reckon could give some wrestlers a run for their money in the ring? I reckon Maguire with a headbutt finisher. Hashtag slabhead. Yes, love Harry Maguire. <laughs> well, the answer is none of them because they're all soft as hell. Uh, and, when they get, <laughs> and when they get put out of the European Championships by Den, Mark, they're going to be the job squad. So there's your wrestling tie-in. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I love Gareth Southgate. I, I always get really annoyed yeah. in the build to this one when people are like, oh, he's a dreadful manager and blah, blah, blah. He got to a semi-final of the World Cup. He's doing all right, right? But he does look like the most generic, and here's some jobber that Braun Strowman or Lance Archer's <laughs> going to face right now. Um, I'd just have uh, a tag team of Jordan Pickford, who's a bit bonkers, like one of the <laughs> bushwhackers, and Harry Kane, who's the brains of the operation, quite clearly. Uh, right, let's move Good on to today's. Well. And finally, I just saw this tweet doing the rounds uh, as it was shared by uh, Hurricane Helms, and I thought we could get a conversation going in the comments section. Uh, Kenny Majid, who, uh, Kenny, for your thoughts, the guy who did the, the Moxley bald thing, uh, tweeted, what wrestler seems like a normal-sized human being but is actually huge? I'll start Billy Gunn. Absolutely spot yeah. on there, Kenny. I remember interviewing uh, Billy uh, around Double or Nothing weekend in AEW, and just normally... Because I'm 6'3", normally it's a bit like, oh, certain wrestlers, I have to sort of Tom Spiracy a bit. Not Billy Gunn! <laughs> He's bloody massive! Uh, but yeah. Hurricane Helms said as much. It's Billy Gunn. It's always Billy Gunn in this category. Everyone else is competing for second place. TV doesn't do Billy justice. Yeah, he is massive. Uh, but let us know in the comments which other wrestlers have surprised you by how bloody big they are. Uh, because Billy Gunn... 
Oh, he's a terrifying human being. He's Anyone you've met that surprised you, Andy, in terms of how large and in charge they were? Uh, <laughs> uh, none really come to mind, but like for someone I've not met, Scott Hall's a pretty obvious one, right? Yeah. Guy's like 6'7 or something, but because he spent his career standing next to bloody Kevin Nash, you just think he's a normal-sized dude. So, shout-outs to Scott Hall. Jake the Snake Roberts, there's another one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But let us know yours uh, in the comments section below. And let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed as well. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to review SmackDown and preview Monday Night Raw a little bit later on today. Plus, let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for happy birthday to the giver of the greatest Hall of Fame induction speech of all time, Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Happy birthday, Hillbilly Jim. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. 